Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. This is the Dan Jason Show, EF3 Life Platform, Great Money Matters. We're going to talk about that today on the show. We're going to talk about ways to invest, how to improve your investments, how to allocate, and the ways that you can grow some net worth and your wealth in 2023. We're also going to discuss the importance of investing in relationships, friendships, the people around you, and how they're going to build you up, and then how you can truly impact the lives of others in your inner circle. And then also, along with that sphere of influence, we're going to discuss God, because relationship with the Lord is certainly at the heart of this podcast. Is certainly what we want you to discover and understand that with him leading you every step of the way, it's going to unlock so many possibilities. The blessings are going to pour out. And even during the hardest of times, you have a rock and a firm foundation. Today is the day that is going to change your life. Why? Because you woke up in the morning, you have a new attitude, you have a new perspective, and you are somebody who is doing things differently. You are trying to better your life and the life of others around you. It's all about investing. Now, investing certainly takes hard work, whether we're discussing the aspects of money, relationships, or our relationship with God himself, it has to have some kind of effort. There has to be input in order to receive that output. And we discuss this often on the Life to the Fullest podcast, that goals and goal setting is certainly very valuable. When it comes to your investments, when we're looking at finances, when we're discovering what we're going to do with our money differently in 2023, goals have to be at the epicenter. Take the next couple of weeks and understand and take a calculated, not estimation, but actually a really good examination of where you have been spending your money. Take a snapshot of what your credit card looks like. When that bill comes in, what is going out? What are you spending your cash on? Your hard-earned dollars every single day when you rise and you grind, you go to work, right, and you put in that effort, what is it going towards? Take an assessment. One of my first financial responsible ways of understanding how to be better is to take a review of the last couple months of your life. Now, understanding that December, right, could be a little bit different. The holiday season, you're buying gifts for people, you're going to parties, you're going to, you know, give presents to those that you love. But outside of that, right, those things are um, outliers on the spectrum. You have to take a good look at your habits. And when you discover the ways that you are spending money on a regular basis, we're not talking about going on that vacation that maybe you saved up for. We're not discussing that large purchase for your house, you know, like new furniture if you moved or something else of that nature. What we're discussing here is what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. The things that you're actually putting on the credit card, you're paying cash for, you know, you're, that is going out of your wallet, does that make sense for you? If it does, great. But if it doesn't, you're not living by that budget, we have some adjustments to make. Now, oftentimes when people hear the word budget, they cringe. But here's the thing. Think of a budget as a goal list. It's helping you. It's setting the course and precedent for your life. In order to invest in yourself when it comes to your finances, in order to have the future and the dreams and the desires that you really 
have and, and you want to live out, you have to do things differently. And in order to do that, you have to stay within the guidelines. And it helps you actually to maximize every dollar that you're spending. And it helps you to allocate it into good avenues. You wouldn't drive across the country without a roadmap. You would get lost. If there was no GPS directing your way, there's no way you would reach point A to point B. Even someone who has great intuition when it comes to directions. Well, we need direction in our life when it comes to our finances. So some easy ways that you could start doing this is first by taking that total money assessment, writing down all of the areas of your life that you're spending the most money in, and then thinking about why that is the case. Do you want that to be the way that your money is going out the door? If it's a good investment, great continue it. And if it's not, make some subtle changes even that will make a really big difference. When you're taking this total money assessment, what you're doing literally to start out the year, and this might seem trivial to some people, it might be something that not a lot of people want to do, it takes time. Remember, effort is the key to moving the needle here. We're not saying you just wake up and do the same thing, you're going to get the same result. We're talking about doing things differently in a new manner. You want to be better, the new version of yourself. And when it comes to your finances, that that means finding financial financial freedom and peace. There's no greater way than when you go to bed at night, right? When it comes to cash, when it comes to money, when it comes to what's in your wallet, when it comes to your bank account, that you can sleep well, not only knowing that the bills have been paid, but the ultimate goal is to not be in debt and then to build wealth. Why? Because wealth opens up and unlocks new opportunities and unlocks great possibilities in your life to have a quality of life that other people aren't affording themselves. They're not working hard enough or smart enough. And that's another key here. When you're investing in yourself, you're working smarter. So tangible takeaway ways. Start by writing down all the ways that you spend money. The categories first. List them out. And you might have 10 or 15 or maybe even 20 different avenues where your money's going out when you look at your bank statements, your credit cards, and your bill history, okay? But then I want you to start out the new year on January 1, and you can start doing this today to practice. People talk about practice. Alan Iverson, practice? We talk about practice? I want to talk about the game. No, we're talking about practice because when you practice it, you'll become better at it and it becomes a habit. If you do this over the next couple of weeks, when you start out January 1, it won't be like, oh, I started out with a fury and then it fizzles out, okay? On my website, ef3life.com slash finances, you can find a blueprint, a spreadsheet that you can print out and it has the different categories, right, of a budget. But before you get into budgeting, you actually are going to write down every expense that you have. Every time that you swipe the credit card, you pay something with cash, you write a check, there's money coming out of your account, out of your wallet, you're writing down what that actually was in those particular categories. Why? Because then at the end of the month, what you're going to do is you're going to examine it. You're going to pick it apart. You're going to be like a neurosurgeon that's going in there and it's going to dissect where are the good things that are taking place, how's money going out in a positive manner, and what are things that I cut back on my expenses for. This is going to be an alarming thing. And you might be like looking at yourself in the mirror and not seeing what you like. If you don't see what you like about yourself, you have to be doing something to change that. And it could be hard. It could be the cold, hard truth. 
truth. But those kind of things wake you up and make you understand I can live better, I can do better if I decide to do things in a new way. I encourage you to do this. If you do this for the first month and you see it and then you trim the fat, right? Maybe your goal is to take two of those avenues and to trim it back a little bit to save a little bit more. And we know that everybody is on a different place of this journey, but it's starting to invest in yourself. You work so hard. Think about this. The average American works at least 40 hours a week, if not more. And for those of you who are out there who aren't working 40 hours and you're earning more money, good for you because you're working smarter and you probably have many passive income streams. Here's the thing though, if you're going to work for that amount of time every single week, week after week for 50 out of 52 weeks a year, because the average person only gets two weeks of vacation and some of that isn't paid, you know, you have to be doing things in a smarter way. And you have to understand, okay, I'm putting all this time and effort in and what is it really doing it for? Okay, so that way I can live for a couple hours each night of the week and then on the weekend and maybe a two-week vacation. All right, well, if you're doing things in a new manner, well, now you can start enjoying life during the season of work as well. So that way you can enjoy more positive things. You can buy things that actually you want versus you know just aimlessly spending money and, and just spending it away and wasting it. That's the thing. Only you can decide what is beneficial, what is wasteful, what you need, what you don't need. You can decide what you value. Nobody else is going to tell you that. But doing this total money assessment will allow you to truly examine it and say, hey, maybe I'm I'm spending too much money on lunch out during the week. Maybe I'm going out to too many restaurants. Maybe I have too many subscriptions to online streaming services that I don't even use. The list goes on and on, okay? Now, when you do this, you become more money-focused in a good and positive manner, meaning that as you are writing these things down, it's gonna make you conscientious of how you're spending your money. You'll probably start catching yourself when you would have maybe been a little bit wasteful or maybe you're you know, not as focused, and you'll say, hey, I actually don't actually need that right now. I'm going to hold off from that. And by doing so, you're growing your ability to have discipline when it comes to your finances and truly set goals. Now, if you do this for the first three months of the year, January, February, and March, what happens after quarter one is that you're able to take the net aggregate average of your spending in all of those categories and say, hey, here is what I've been spending over the three month span. Why is that important? Because you need an average there's going to be months that have outliers, there's going to be things and expenses that come up. There might be emergencies that happen. You can take those out of the equation and say, here is the average overall of what I'm spending over the first three months and say, now, looking at those categories, when it comes to my necessities like housing, food, clothing, transportation, and then everything else that's in the mix of that, you can decide what do I want to continue to spend money on and how am I actually going to invest the money that I have, that I earn into my future and into what I want to do today to improve my quality of life. So you have those 15 or 20 different categories. All of those are on that spreadsheet. It's also found in my book, Winning with Money, Dollars and Cents. Highly recommend you get a copy of it. You could buy it on Amazon. You could buy it on my website. That will help you as well. I, what I did was I boiled down about 15 or so books and the greatest and best financial planners 
on the planet. I compiled it into one resource and a way for you to truly win with your finances. It's a blueprint for your life. You can create your own blueprint, your own winning recipe, your game plan to have success financially because success for different levels of people means different things. For some of you out there, it means driving a a great car, having a Mercedes Benz, you know, maybe even a Lambo, you know, the, the list goes on. You can name it. Uh, for others, it's having a place where they can gather with people that they can really call their own and having a beautiful home with a pool and, you know, just a great big yard. For others, it's traveling the world and seeing new sites and going to so many different places. Others, it's experiences, sporting events, concerts. The list continues to grow. But what happens is when you have more money and you're diligent and you're focused and you live on a budget on the day-to-day basis, it unlocks this ability to do some big-time things in your life. Those goals, those dreams, those aspirations that you have do have dollar amounts in most cases, okay? When it comes to your finances, when you're diligent with them and you're being focused, you know, having this list and writing down, you don't have to do it then forever, but then it helps you to build that budget so you can achieve those things that you truly desire. So as you're doing this, right, over the next couple weeks to practice, I also encourage you so that we can start rolling in January 1 to really write down your why. Why is it that you want to become more focused with your finances? Why do you want to invest time into this so that way you can earn more money and you can have more opportunities? What is it that you really desire through this process? If your why is big enough, we've said this so many times and it cannot be said enough, you will do it, okay? And you write it down and it's in front of you. Why am I being disciplined and maybe not going out to lunch today, but instead of making my lunch, and it might take 10 minutes, but it's gonna save me $15. And over the course of a year, that's thousands of dollars. And over the course of your working career, that in itself could possibly be a huge portion of your retirement fund. And you might call me crazy, but the math works out in that way. If someone is spending $2,000 a year and they were to invest that for 30 years, I mean, that could blow up into hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, just at 8% okay, interest over the course of a 30 or 35-year career, maybe 40-year career if you're working and you, and you want to work until you're 60 years old and you started at 20, okay? The point of this is it allows you to have options. When you have options, you have power in your life and you can take control over your life versus the majority of Americans that are out there that are living paycheck to paycheck that don't have options, that have chosen because of their own willingness to not get focused and their own wherewithal or lack thereof of saying, hey, I didn't care enough about it at one point and now look where I am. I made certain decisions that have led me astray. We've all done that, so don't beat yourself up, but today can be the day that it changes. 2023 can be the year of increase in your life. You have to invest the time enough to learn about it. Knowledge is power when it's applied. Educate yourself. Okay, read great books like my Winning with Money, Dollars and Cents. Read Money Masters of the Game by Tony Robbins. Read the books by Dave Ramsey, who orchestrates Financial Peace University, an amazing, an amazing course that you can buy, you can purchase for like a hundred bucks, and then basically gives you a recipe for success. Now, you're not going to agree with what everybody says about these things, but if you take away 
the tangible things that will help you move the needle and the things that maybe you haven't been trying, you at least add it to the recipe, you can see if it tastes good in the outcomes of your life. If you haven't tried it, don't say to me, I already know that. Well, guess what? Again, knowledge that's not applied, even if it's attained, really means nothing. You have to use it. Right, you have to use it. So by investing in this time, by educating yourself, by reading about it, and then applying these key aspects, you can move the needle in a positive direction. Your bank account will rise. Your debt to income ratio will be looking far better. And the amount of money that you're earning will continue to increase as well because it's the law of attraction. You have to invest in that in order to make changes in order to make changes and that is something that's very very important you can hear the alarm going off in your head right now saying hey maybe i don't really want to do this but i know that i have to do this in order to make a difference in my life investing now when it comes to investing when it comes to your finances when it comes to your hard-earned dollars after you take that assessment and when you have building your budget and you're thinking about all right what do i desire what are my goals you have to think at the end of the month what do I really want to have left over? And by trimming the fat, by you know taking a look at the finances and seeing the things and areas and ways that you could trim down on your expenses, and if you're able to increase your salary, your earning potential, certainly there will be more. And when there is more, then you can use it to pay off debt. And some of you might have $50,000 in debt or more. Some people might have 100,000 from college and student loans. Others might be debt-free. If you are, okay, then you have different options. The point is you're trying to get back to even kilter. You're trying to get back to evening the score where you do eventually become debt-free because then when you're earning and you're growing, then all that money that you were, were paying to the lender, right? You were giving back because you're paying this high interest rate. You could capitalize the returns in your favor. And people say, well, right now the market is down. Right now things aren't doing well with investments. Well, right now there are CDs, certificates of deposit. If you have enough money that you can put um, cash in, right, uh, upwards of $100,000 that could grow at 4.5%. And there's others that don't even allow you to have to lock up the money. That's 3.45% interest. Well, that's a lot better than the bank was yielding basically nothing. And then as the market continues to improve and you're able to allocate it into different avenues, you can work on growing your IRA, your Roth IRA. You can work on growing your 401k for future you know, um, benefits when it comes to your retirement and planning that out. That will become more possible for you because there's more in the pool to be able to distribute it. You cannot invest in your future and in your life when it comes to your finances if you aren't doing the little things today that will make a big difference down the road in the day-to-day -day habits you're building habits you're building winning opportunities in your life to make increase take place and when increase takes place it compounds and it snowballs that is so true and it will work out in your favor if you decide to get down in the dirty and to do the hard work no one's going to do it for you okay no one's going to do it for you the thing about it is kind of like the kid that's waiting for Christmas. Christmas is going to come. You might have that chain, right? You're taking link after link off. Maybe you have the advent calendar. You're getting a little candy reward along the way. It's going to come. And, and the next day is going to come after that. And next year is going to come. Are you better in 2023 than you were in 2022? And you can truly answer this question when it comes to your finances by seeing your net worth. Okay. And right now, if you have a lot of debt, well, the goal is to trim that down. How much do you want to trim it down by? What is an actual attainable goal? If you really put 
pedal to the metal, if you go full throttle on this thing, you say, I'm going to really be super laser focused this year. I'm going to do things so differently and I'm going to ball out when it comes to finances. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to take on another job. I'm going to really be budget focused. I'm going to really cut those expenses down to the bare bones because I truly want to do this. I want to change the course of my life. And this is going to be the year I invest in that. Not only time, but the money. Well, guess what? You will see it happen. It will take place. And you will be living so much differently from there on out because you're establishing these really good habits. When you establish good habits, they stay with you. And it will be disturbing to you to go back the other way. Okay, you'll be more conscientious about it. And that will move the needle big time in your life, you'll be seeing the increase and you'll be feeling so much better. Why is it called financial peace? That is because, that is because you will not feel the weight or the burden of debt. You won't feel that load, like that huge backpack that's on your weight bearing you down, right? You go to work, you rise, you grind and you repeat and then it feels like you're going nowhere. That hamster wheel will be no more, okay? allocating it in good avenues, having passive income streams becomes an opportunity for you. Now, because you're out of debt or you're able to take on maybe a rental property, now you can start earning money in your sleep. You can invest in real estate. You can have this ability to earn money when you aren't even at work. Maybe you're on vacation, but that rental property is yielding you $400 a month. And then that invested into the market at 8% or so. Wow, now that's you know capitalizing, doubling down in a big time way. There are so many things that you can do, whether you're someone who wants to be aggressive with it, you're someone who has you know moderate level of risk or very low. At least you're doing something to benefit your future. You have money that you can use now. And that's why I highly suggest having a brokerage fund and spreading it out, right? Diversifying it and, and also looking at the costs of mutual funds because the cost ratio, okay, the expense ratio analysis has to be done. And what that means is how much money is actually coming out of the earnings that you're receiving by being in that fund family, okay? And you can read about it, all about it in the books and, and educate yourself on it. You have to know that because it's really important because as it compounds, compound interest is the greatest investment that you're going to have. It's either going to work against you when you're paying the lender, when you're in debt, or it's going to work for you when you're debt free and that money is going to good use and it's going to build over the course of time. It snowballs and eventually you have a great amount of wealth. That is a litmus test on that website, ef3life.com slash financial. You're going to see, okay, again, you're going to see a sheet that shows you how to build your net worth. And that's a big time thing. It's, it's also a mental thing too. It's a positive aspect because if you're thinking about, all right, I was always concentrated on paying off debt, but now I'm concentrated on building wealth. Okay, the, the fact of that word just helps people to move in a positive direction. That's investment in yourself and in your future. Now, switching gears here, thinking about relationship. As much as finances and investments are important, I was actually recently at a um, rehearsal dinner, and I'm hearing all of these 
speeches. You know, and we went through the rehearsal and the the, the husband and the wife are soon to be getting married. There's so much joy, right? You could just feel the energy in the room. And then we go to this beautiful venue and have a delicious meal. And then there's speeches that are given. And it's just a firm reminder of why relationships, friendships, fellowship, love is so important in our life. 2023, let it be the year of relationship building. Let it be the year of being connected to people that you truly care about. Let it be a time in your life that truly is set apart where you do be intentional about doing things differently, about being more present in the here and the now. Let me tell you, when I was sitting there and I was listening to those people hear the talks and and, and the stories and, and sharing the relationship and the friendship and just the many memories that they've had with the soon-to-be bride and groom, it was really life invigorating. It was energizing. To hear the love that was in that room, to feel it, the faith that was shared, right? How they walked with these people throughout their life from childhood and then others, their high school friends, into college, now building their careers. It was a great litmus test. And it's kind of like one of the only times in people's lives they often will hear so many great accolades about themselves that builds them up. That's a real true testament of who they are at that moment and who they want to become in the future, other than at your funeral, right? And you're not there to hear it or to live it out, to see it, to come to fruition, all right? You've lived your life at that point, and you hear people tell stories about you, but you aren't there to appreciate it. So at this time of life, when two people are getting married, or it might be at a retirement party or what have you, it just helps us to remember those people that mean so much to us. Because in the day-to-day, in the in the grinding, in you know, wanting to work hard to make money and all the aspects of life that keep us busy, living out our passions and doing things that we truly enjoy, we sometimes can lose focus on people. And at the end of the day, when you peel back all the layers, when you take everything else out of the equation, when you think about what truly matters at the epicenter of life, it's connection, it's human relationship, and it's obviously a relationship with God. If you have that, you can have everything. If you feel that love, if you can feel peace in your heart, you feel the joy in a room such as I was at last evening, then what happens is it makes you more conscientious and makes you think a couple of things. When you have these conversations with other people and you're truly present, when you're hearing them out, whether they're in a place of joy in their life, like this couple that's getting married and at probably the pinnacle, and hopefully not, because remember, we always want to improve, we want to be better, and we want to have more joyous moments. But it is one of the climatic um, times in their life, right? They're at a mountaintop, a peak, so to speak, and they'll reach new peaks, absolutely, dynamic couple. But what I'm trying to get here is that you can take a look at, wow, look around the room. Look at all these people that love and care about them. And then you start thinking about who are the people that love and care about me? During this holiday season, who am I going to be spending time with? Who am I investing time in? And who has invested time in me? Take a look. Reflect. Take some time in the morning. No one else is awake. The day hasn't really come into being yet. But your feet at the floor, you are blessed. Write down the 10 people in your life right now who you feel have invested so much into you up to this point could be from the past year, could be throughout your lifetime. 
write down your top 10. And it's not to rank them. It's not to leave other people out. It's not to do any of that. What it is, is to appreciate, to live in the appreciation room. And what about them do you appreciate? Why are they part of your inner circle? Why are they people that you trust? Why are they people that you love? Why are they people that you truly connect with, that you enjoy spending time with? And then I want you on the other side of the page to jot down 10 people that you have invested time, energy, resources, love, commitment to in your life. And when you look at those two lists, those people, right, those people matter so much to you. Those people are your world at any given point in time. And here's the blessing about the journey of life. Those people are going to change. And, and oftentimes, those people are going to shift around. Some of them will remain constant. All right, some of them will remain the same, but others, your best friend could be two years from now and you haven't met him or her yet. All right, the love of your life might be on the other side of the door when you walk out in the morning. You never know. And that's the beauty of it all. I was talking with a friend last night at that rehearsal dinner and he said, You know what, Dan? I think about this often. There's truly nobody on this planet that's a stranger to me. And I thought about what he said, and what he meant by that was anybody that you encounter, anybody that you experience, anybody that you're present with, all right, that you're able to have conversation with, that you're able to hear out, and they're able to you know, enjoy that time with you, they're not a stranger, right? After all, a friend, it was a stranger at one point, right? People even in your own family, a new birth, right, a new child, you didn't know them, typically, technically, a stranger, but they become a friend because of that relationship. You invest in them. I want you to think about in 2023, who are the people that you want to invest in? And certainly 10 would be way too much for a particular year for most people. Maybe choose one or two people that you want to invest more time into. You want to invest helping with whatever resources that you have whatever you know, talents or abilities or things that you can bring to the table to pour into their life, the person that you want to build in terms of faith, the person you want to journey with when it comes to their life with Christ, the person that you desire or two or so people that you want to just walk with a little bit more closely. You want to be intentional about it and write down a couple goals. Like, how are you going to do that? In what ways? How are you carving out time to do that so it's truly undistracted, it's really invested in, and their life is left better? Because after the end of the day, no matter how much money you have made, no matter what your net worth is and all that kind of stuff matters, yes, but the way that you impacted other people's lives, the way that you made them feel, the way that you are able to give, you will receive. We know that. This is the season of giving. When you give, you certainly will receive the blessings that will come back to you. And you do it because out of the faithfulness and the purity and the love in your heart. And that love will be reciprocated. All right? When we looked around that room and we saw the people talking and sharing the stories, and we could feel the love. It was palpable right at that dinner. And at that dinner, you could also see the love in the eyes of the parents for their children when they're talking about how proud they are of them, when they're gearing up to get married. You can look at the eyes and the hearts of the grandparents and just the gaze that they had and just the, the emotions, the rawness. And you think about, wow, that's what life is about. Life is about journeying on with other people. Life is about being present. Life is about making memories. Life is about you know making sure I'm truly investing my time where it matters. And for those who are hustling out there, those who are working two or three jobs, take some time 
to smell the roses. Take a little bit of time. Carve it out because you don't want to miss it. Right? You don't want to miss it. At the end of the day, you're probably not going to be thinking about all the money that you made. You're not going to be thinking about all the things that you have. But who will be there at the end? It'll be the people that cared about you, the people that invested in you and the people you invested in. They'll be there at your side. That's beautiful, right? That's worth living for. Relationship, human-to-human connection. The great Zen master, Phil Jackson, coach of the Chicago Bulls, uh, six-time champions, the Los Angeles Lakers, won multiple titles with them as well. One of the highest respected people in the game. He had something really profound to say about relationship, human connection. No man is an island. No man goes his way alone. What you put into the lives of others will come back onto its own. We can't do this journey solo nor do people want to. We have to invest in other people and also be vulnerable enough, open enough, and willing enough to allow them to love and to invest in us. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Be right back at it in a moment. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Together, we journey on growing, improving, and becoming a better version of ourselves daily in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Make sure to visit EF3Life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life to learn of ways to get involved in your community and make a difference. Check out my latest book, The Saint Next Door, Practicing Heaven by Living Love and Discovering God's Holiness Within. There's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. Welcome back to the Life to the Fullest podcast, EF3 Life Platform. I'm your host, Dan Jason. We're talking all about investments today. In the first two parts of the segment, we discussed investing in our finances, in our resources, making money moves in 2023, invigorating some new habits, a laser sharp focus, so we can truly achieve those goals that we desire and we can maximize the money that we earn. We can be a little bit more diligent and disciplined with it to see some different outcomes in the new year. Then we switched gears and we discussed some relationships and the importance of human to human connection, investing in people and being open enough to allow others to invest in us. Lastly, And certainly this is where it comes all full circle. We're going to discuss relationship with the Lord. We're going to discuss investing in God because he's made such a great investment in you and I. When I think back about 2022, when I look back at my life and I look at the timeline and I want to encourage you to do this in the next couple of weeks, set a precedent for 2023. I want you to take a look and a snapshot back about the timeline of your life. When you think about it, right? And on someday, when when you pass from this world, on your tombstone, there's going to be the year that you were born and the year that you died. And in between is that dash. And it's been said so often, what do you want that dash to represent? That's about your action. That's about your ability to live out your passion, your gifts, and the blessing God has bestowed on your life, the destiny that he has laid forth for you, and the plans that the Lord has set for your life. But in between it also is the blessing. In between it also are the bumps in the road, the mountaintop moments, the valleys that we have to trudge through, and everything in between. And what I say by that is, is he with you through it all? Yes. Do you want him to be? 
That's the question you have to answer. And how do you want to trust in God more in this new year? Because the trust in that, when it's built, happens when you spend time with him. When you spend some more time in his word, when you're reading it on a daily basis, when you're staying encouraged and you're motivated and you're inspired, and even in those hard times, you're willing to say, hey, God, here I am, take my hand. Lay it all down. I was talking to another friend lately, and he said, during this Advent season, I've been doing things differently. You you talk about investing and you talk about budgeting and allocating time into learning about money. You talked about time when it comes to your friendships, investing in the people that you love and you know that cares about you. Then he said, you also have mentioned to me, and I've thought about this lately, about the time that I spend with the Lord and how I'm doing it differently to get ready for Christmas, right? The greatest gift, Jesus coming, Emmanuel, God with us. And I want you to think about a couple things with that here. The first is, when you think about God with us, Emmanuel, that's what it means, okay? God humbled himself enough to take the form of a human baby, to walk this world, to understand what we're going through by still being human yet divine in the life of Jesus. And, And Jesus walks with us today, and it's a beautiful thing. Having a relationship with Christ is going to change your life. Why? He is light in the world. He is love. He is peace. He's the Prince of Peace. And when you have him on your side, you can conquer everything and anything. My friend said to me, you know, along with reading more scripture, along with, you know, taking a look at God's word, increasing my prayer life, being a little bit more quiet, okay? I've decided to go to church each morning. And for some of you, that might mean daily mass. I know that for me, it has been a game changer. And by doing that, by spending time with God in his house, void of distractions, amidst all the craziness happening on the outside world, you can cancel that out. You can stomp out the noise for a little while. You can quiet your heart. And by spending time with him, it sets a precedent for your day. The peace starts to flow in. You receive all that he has for you. You become aware and alert and willing to listen because it's you and him. And I encourage you to do this. If you're going to a church service, you're going to mass, do it before anybody is even there. When the doors open up, when you know that they're unlocked, go in and spend quiet time with God, you and him alone. It will change your life. If you haven't done so yet, it might seem scary. You don't know what to expect. You might be thinking, "Mm, I only noticed dry paint on the wall. I'm not hearing anything. Sit. Listen, trust, believe, understand that things will become different in your life just by being there, by showing up. What I've learned about this journey of life, especially when it comes to the faith, it's all about showing up. It's about being there and being present. And when you're in God's presence, his present to you will be the gift of grace, will be the gift of faith, will be the gift of joy, will be the gift of peace. The list continues to build and to grow, and your heart will be different. Create in me a clean heart, O Lord. That is what it's about. It's about trust. At that rehearsal dinner, really beautiful thing. I see they have a Bible. It's been engraved with both of their names, and they ask people to highlight their favorite scriptures to write a little note next to it so that way they could pray for that person and they could think about that person when they read their favorite passage of the word. 
And why I bring that up is because it's so important for us when we're thinking about these scriptures and we think about trust to invest. And when you invest, you understand. When you read the Word of God, you're actually hearing what He has to say to you. And it's interesting. It's interesting that Jesus talks about money over 70 times in Scripture. So that's relevant. It's interesting that that he talks about the relationships with the disciples and the apostles, and there were 12 of his closest friends that were with him at all times throughout his journey, especially in those last three years of his life. And even before that, his family, that helped to build him up, that raised him, his parents, Mary and Joseph, and, and all the people, right? His aunts, his uncles, his cousins, all this mattered in his life and his formation to become who he was and who he is and who he continues to be for all of us as savior of the world. It all started in that manger, that little babe that was born, right? The nativity scene amidst smelly farm animals by following the North Star, right? The shepherds went and they rejoiced with the newborn king was born. Why were they rejoicing? Because ultimately what he would do for us all to lay it all down was to take our burdens away, to take our shame away, take our sins away, so that way we can have life, so we can have it to the fullest, so we can have it with him forever in heaven. So investing in that, investing in Jesus, the one who gave you, the author of life, God the Father, who gave you the gift of life, who gives us breath in our lungs. And that starts with that trust. And I highlighted that passage in the Bible in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, Trust in the Lord in all your heart, and lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths and make them straight. If we trust in God, right, we obey. We understand that he is the author of life. He's given us the breath that we have, but he also is going to steer us in the right direction. Not my will, but yours be done. Jesus himself struggled with that. He was in the garden at the end of his life. When we fast forward and he said, Father, if you will, let this cup pass from me, but not as I will, but as you will. There's going to be hard moments. We all know that. There's going to be things that happen that are out of our control that we don't understand, that we don't realize, that we just can't really wrap our head around, maybe even our heart around, but we can lay it all down at the foot of the cross. We can give it to God and allow it to be his. He's asking to take away our burdens. He wants to heal our pain, right? The nails that he received in his hands and in his feet weren't just void. They were done so for you and I intentionally. And when you believe this, when you trust, when you enter into it, you will come to understand that God's depth, that his love is everlasting. And that has always been there for you. It's just you and I recognizing it, us being aware of it, and us being willing to open up our hearts and our life to him. Because a heart that's closed off, the door that is locked, God cannot enter. It's very hard. But as our parish priest says, Even if the door is closed, as long as you don't lock the key and throw it away, God will find a way into your life. Right now, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know when you look at yourself in the mirror, what you're waking up to in the morning, what's keeping you awake late at night, those things that are troubling your heart, those things that are maybe stealing some of your joy and your peace in your life, maybe the trauma that you've faced you know, we've, we've all faced certain things and some of us much harder than others, but God can help you and he can heal it and he can bring that joy. This is the season of it all, right? The newborn king is born. Jesus, the birth, it's, it's more than just symbolic, right? It's a new beginning. Christ coming to the world, bringing renewed hope. 
my prayer for 2023 is that you receive that renewed hope in Jesus Christ. You understand how important this relationship with him is and having faith-filled followers in your friend group, in your family, people that you can truly rely and trust on to hear God's voice in your life. He's speaking to us through so many different avenues. Yes, in his word, when we're in quiet prayer. Yes, when we're rejoicing and we're celebrating and we're doing praise and worship, but he's also speaking to us in the moments that we're with friends one-on-one. When someone's having that conversation with us and we can hear his voice, we can hear it in our heart, we can feel, wow, this is God present with me because I needed to hear that message. I needed to feel that encouragement. I needed to hear that inspiration and I needed to be able to unload some pain. I needed somebody to listen to me, right? That is God present with us. That is Emmanuel, Jesus, the Holy Spirit is going to give you and teach you all things. God is going to gift you with the blessings of life. And some of you out there might be saying, hey, I don't like it right now. I'm really angry at God because of something that has happened. If he loved me, why would he allow that to happen? I can't answer that question, okay? We have some questions maybe for God, and it's okay to be frustrated with him. It's okay to wrestle with him. Jacob wrestled with God. Look throughout the Old Testament. There's so many examples of people that were struggling. You know, the Israelites, when they were in the desert, right, they were hungry. They were starving. They were in slavery. Why did they have to do that? Okay, where was God? Well, he eventually did rescue them. And through it all, they learned to trust more. And if you can let your guard down, if you can learn to trust a little bit more, if you can learn to invest in the one who has given you every blessing that you have, every opportunity, right? The ability to see another day, who has gifted you with those 10 people or way more maybe for some of us, right? Who have invested in us and who love us that we wrote down on that page and those people that we want to love and that we share life with. You know what? It will help you to realize, man, when I look at my lifespan and I look at the year I was born and I don't know the day or the hour the Lord will come, when he will call me from this world, but I look at all the things in between up until this point and I can see and I can write down some big time happenings. Where has God's hand been in my life? Where has it been? If you take a look at it, it will amaze you. All right, start looking back. Start thinking and reflecting and seeing where did I feel God's favor? Where was his divine imprint on my life? Where was his love felt through other people? Where did blessing come to me when I least expected it? Where was I down and out? But somebody somewhere showed up or something changed to help me in my favor. All right. When you take a look at that, And you see this span of your lifetime. You can see all the big moments and maybe smaller moments as well that are sprinkled in. Man, God is there with you through it all. It's like the footprints in the sand. Somebody's walking on the beach and they only see one pair of footprints. And, you know, the person's asking himself, well, God, you were with me all along. Why don't I see two footprints along the whole way? And that's God saying, well, that was when I was carrying you. You only see the one set of footprints. You see, too, I was walking by your side. And most of life, we're going to have God walking by our side. There's going to be joys. There's going to be sorrows. But during those hardest and most painful moments, that's when God lifts us up. 
We need him. Just as much as we need one another, we were created in his image and likeness. There's a reason why we need this connectivity with human beings, with interpersonal relationships, with connection, being vulnerable, opening up our hearts, understanding that love is at the epicenter of it all. And love being at the center of it all makes so much sense because God is love. And his greatest gift to us was the love of his son, his only begotten son who he gave to us in the little baby that will be in the manger that we celebrate on Christmas. And it'll be the same love that it's expressed in its fullest on the cross and in the resurrection on Easter. This year, invest. Invest in your finances. Invest in building wealth for yourself and others around you to increase quality of life for the people that you love. Invest in relationship. Invest in time, being present in the quiet little moments. Carving out you know, opportunities throughout your week and year where you can truly do something different and you can be one-on-one with those people that you really want to pour out your heart to. And then invest in God. He cares so much about you. You are so special. You're spectacular. You're one of a kind. You're set apart, right? He calls you priest, prophet, and king. And maybe you're not thinking about yourself in that way right now, but you can be king or queen. Why? Because he has crowned you with life. He has crowned you And you need to claim that crown this year, in 2023, a year of increase, a year of abundance, a year of favor, a year of investment, and you will see the reward. The reward will be great. The reward will be awesome. You will be feeling so much better when the calendared pages turn into 2024. Why? Because not only did you live different, not only did you invest different, but you will be different. You cannot be unchanged if you walk with God leading you every step of the way. My hope is that you gain something positive from this podcast, this episode. You know, journeying with you is just a true pleasure. We're grateful for your support. You know, you can go to ef3life.com to learn more about what we're doing. Follow us on social media at ef3life. Share the podcast with other people. It's the only way that it grows. It's the only way that the exposure continues. I'm looking forward to having some great dynamic guests on to start out the year in 2023. And through it all understanding that the one who created us, the one who loves us, the one who has invested everything in us is walking with us every step of the way. I'm your host, Dan Jason for EF3 Life and the Life to the Fullest podcast. Continue to move, to groove, to strive, to thrive. And as always, be your best self, max out and continue to live life to the fullest.